What's up everybody, welcome back to the Pink Podcast, this is your host Mika. This episode is about fear. Fear is something that is very pervasive in most of our lives. It controls what we think, it controls what we do, certainly. It controls what we think of as being possible. It controls a lot of things and it's so subconscious that we don't really register how influential it is. So the first time I thought about making this episode was when I was talking to a girl I was dating and she was talking about, you know, she can structure her entire day around the best times to go out in terms of safest, right? She likes to go on walks, she likes to go on, you know, very long strolls, um, sometimes runs, stuff like that for exercise. And I don't know how to describe this. It's weird, like I'm thinking I know what I want to say, but then it doesn't sound right in my head because it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like she feels like sometimes are less safe to go out than other times particularly because she's alone and particularly if it's dark but that's the thing that i don't understand it it almost sounds so you know forgive my naivete if that's what it is it almost sounds childish like oh you're afraid of the dark or like just because it's after seven thirty in the evening it's more dangerous like how does that work? Like, you can actually still see in the dark because it's a city and there's lights and stuff. It's not like you're blind. It's not like, you know, monsters come out at night just because it's after 7.30. So I don't understand. But that was my first encounter with... I mean, she was genuinely afraid or concerned about her safety after 7.30. She would refuse to go walking around outside unless I was with her. So, okay, I thought it was just her, but then successively I talked to a lot of different women and they kind of echoed the same sentiment. And this is all over the place. This is not just one city or one culture or one whatever. So I thought, huh, that's very interesting because I never think about that as a man. Yeah, definitely. I don't know any men who really think about that. Like, okay, where can I walk when I'm by myself? And the the funny thing is, right, I I go out by myself at night, really late at night, to smoke cigars and walk around the neighborhood quite often. I would say like five nights out of seven nights in a week, I'll walk around by myself at like 2.30 in the morning. And probably 20% of the time, I get approached by some weird-ass people saying some shit that I don't understand, asking for a lighter, asking, like, where I'm from, asking, speaking languages I don't understand. And I do this all over the place, all over the world, because I travel a lot. And it doesn't bother me. I mean, it it's completely normal to me, because it happens so much. And what are they going to do? Jump me? Right? No, you know, it. unless you're really in a bad neighborhood, you're not going to... You know, you're not going to get jumped by somebody. They're just, I guess, overly friendly or drunk or, you know, it's not threatening. 
at the very worst, it's like annoying. But it, your safety is never threatened. But that's the thing. I'm extremely biased because I'm male, big, covered in tattoos, and extremely volatile. So if there's one person on the street at night that's dangerous, it's probably me. If I'm on the street, I am the most dangerous predator. There's, that's why I guess I'm not <laughs> concerned, because I'm always ready. I'm always looking for a fight, right? And subconsciously, I'm, I don't mean that literally, but subconsciously, you know, fucking wind blows a leaf on my face, and I look up the tree, and I'm like, okay, you ready to do this? You want to go, bitch? You want to fucking go? It's it's just in my DNA, right? I'm very, very, very aggressive. And that's why I guess I just don't have a shred of concern. But that's just a minor, a minor disturbance, right? It affects how you can go out, what time you you know choose to go on your exercise, whatever. It changes your day. But the more insidious way that it can affect you, I think, is with your thoughts. You see, I think we all walk past some doors that are closed but when opened they would show us things that we really need to see we really want to see perhaps sometimes we're even looking for the reason we don't see them is not because we don't walk past the door we walk past the door which if open would show us what we want to see but we just don't have the courage to open it we just completely skip over it subconsciously. We don't even register, right? I was talking to um, a friend of mine about this the other day. He's trying to figure out some things with work. And it's very obvious to me because I've been talking for him, to him for a while that he's already browsed past the answers he's looking for several times. And he's been working on this problem for a while. But I didn't want to tell him exactly what the answers were because you shouldn't deprive someone of the opportunity to solve their own problems. You don't want to fix everything for your friends because that makes them weak. So best I could do was show him like what he's doing wrong instead of just showing him the answer right away. So I was like, you know, you've walked past the answer so many times, it's just that you didn't have the courage to open the door that's going to show you the answer. And that's even more dangerous than not going out at certain times of the day, right? Because what do you really lose from going on your walk at 3.30 versus 8.30? Not much of a difference, right? You still get your walk in. But in terms of fear changing the way you think, now that's that's dangerous because you artificially limit yourself whether it's you know for a good purpose or a healthy reason or to protect yourself from an uncomfortable truth that you can't deal with that that aside you do limit yourself if you have this mindset of fear i wrote down this question in my notebook yesterday it's just a question that i thought of to myself when I was doing something else. It's a question about two radically different approaches to life. A prey-centric approach to life or a predator-centric approach to life. 
A few episodes ago, when I relaunched this podcast after two and a half years of not making an episode, I restated the purpose of me making these daily episodes of this daily podcast. The purpose is to to use something that is uniquely me, a unique talent that I have, for the best purpose that I can conceive of it being used in the world. And I think that trait for me is gentle strength. So it's the paradoxical combination of compassion and also extreme aggression. That doesn't sound like it makes much sense until when shit hits the fan and you need a force of evil on your side. That's what I mean by gentle strength. Most of the time, I just, you know, let people walk over me, my... You know, people that I'm dating think that I'm the calmest, most serene person ever. But, you know, if someone fucks with me or fucks with her or fucks with my friends, it goes from zero to 150 within like half a second. It's always there. It's just like how they say in the Bible, right? The meek will inherit the earth. But the word meek doesn't mean what we think it means as speakers of English. Meek translates in the original text to something like those who have sharp swords but choose to keep them sheathed. So you have a sharp sword, they can cut the shit out of people, but you choose to keep it in the sheath, the case, right? And not whip it out. That's what the word meek means. So, I mean, at least that's what people speculate. Who knows what it means, right? It's not like we asked God. But that's that, that's kind of the same as what I mean by gentle strength. And the reason that I like making episodes like this is because it's such a completely different viewpoint that it's a completely different approach on something that is so common that we have we all have an opinion about but it's a different opinion that is not possible unless you are completely psychotically different in some way like fear right everyone would say it's reasonable to you know not go out after dark if you're a woman walking alone Right? That makes complete sense to people. You know, people will even encourage you to take those precautions. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't necessarily... Is it, is it better to avoid the slim chance of an altercation? Or is it better to arm yourself, metaphorically, protect yourself with probably like a friend or partner who is a man and force yourself to confront those fears, the very real fears. Which one leads to better growth as a person? I mean, it's your your mind. You do what you want. But I'm just saying like in, in the case of women I know and if I were a woman or my sister, what's the best course of action, I think, for those people? And again, at the end of the day, it's still their choice. I'm not a woman. I never will be. So... I don't know what it's like, but in your own evaluation as a woman, which which would you prefer? Which which would you choose if you had the balls to choose the right one, the best one for you, and you were not just acting out of instinct or comfort or trying to avoid confrontation? So, I don't know, I... I don't like to say this because it 
can probably get me in trouble, but it, it's, I like making these episodes because it gives you a viewpoint of somebody who probably should be locked up somewhere, you know, like this is, there's a lot of damage that I know I'm capable of, that I have, I guess, educated myself on myself well enough to prevent from happening unnecessarily. But, you know, this kind of person usually ends up in prison. And it's a downward spiral from there, right? You get, you surround yourself with people who are just as rotten and it just makes you worse and worse and worse, right? And I've certainly been caught in that spiral a few times, but I managed to escape. That's why we're here. But you don't usually get to hear from something like this, right? Everyone's a prey animal. Back to that question, right? A prey-centric versus a predator-centric approach to life. Everyone's a prey animal. What happens if you choose to be a predator, right? It's not that you go out and fucking attack people for no reason. Prey animals don't... Predators don't do that, right? A lion doesn't just waste his time chasing down a fucking deer just for the fuck of it and then kill it and just fucking be like, oh, you know, that was fun and then just walk off. It's a huge waste of energy. There's a risk that, you know, it's just not biologically smart because it... I mean, you think running and fucking chasing deer is fucking easy? Deer fucking runs like a bitch, right? So they hunt deer because they have to eat. It's a natural order. There's a natural need, and they don't take any more than they need to because it's fucking hard to catch and kill a deer, right? Especially if you're running after it. So it's not about looking to exploit people and manipulate and stuff. It's just how do you use the natural order of things and stay in that natural order, but be the person on top versus the person running away from every threat? I think that's a useful lens to reframe. And a lot of people, because most people listening to this podcast are women, according to my analytics. Most of you could probably benefit from trending more towards that direction because you're probably getting walked over in some area of life. You're probably resentful as a result of that, at least in some way, by a parent, by a partner, by an older sibling, whatever it is, right? By your father. And I know I've, I'm not a woman, so I don't know what it's like, but I've met a lot of women. I've talked to them, obviously. And a lot of you are compassionate in instances where you probably shouldn't be, where you should stand your ground a little bit more. And I think everyone listening knows exactly what I mean. You can probably think of an, a concrete instance in your life when that's true. So whatever, I thought I'd make this episode just to give you a different perspective. Anyway, hope you enjoyed this shit talk. This has been Mika, your host of the Pink Podcast. I'll talk to you in the next episode.